Your move, creep. Mission Black Freezer. You both in Coco. Dino DNA. Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. It's the only thing I know how to do. It's a good looking boy. I'm a member of the Imperial Senate. That's right, Lord! Welcome to Earth. You crossed the line. You know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. Before we move on to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and are uh, kind of talking about both films, I just wanted to ask you, did you ever catch a potential sex joke in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? No, not not at all. <laughs> okay. See, <laughs> I, I, there was a scene that started off a little questionable. I've never seen this film, so I didn't know what to expect. I had seen Charlie, so I kind of understood the big beats, but... The moment-to-moment scenes, I didn't really know. And there one scene that kind of starts off a little questionable, and I noticed it the first time and the second time. And the third time, I was like, okay, this has to have been on purpose. So after Grandpa Joe and Charlie drink the fizzy, the fizzy cola, they touch the fan and they start burping out the soda, the gas, and they come back down. They go to afterwards, they walk over oh, to the keys room. I, okay. I and he comes in. He walk. Okay, they walk it. You see, you see it now, right? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> they they walk in and they walk in, right? Yeah. And he says, "I know what you're thinking. They can't be doing what they're doing, but they are. They have to. I haven't met the Oompa Loompa yet who could do it." And he's ta- he's referring to the geese. He's referring to the geese laying eggs. Oompa Loompa can't lay eggs. But that dialogue is just, it's, it's, it's just ambiguous enough. And behind, in the background, you hear this sound of like some creature kind of like making like a, not like a quack, <laughs> but just making a sound. And obviously it's not like, it's not sexual. It's not like, ooh, 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 you know, you know what it is, sex sounds. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. They can't be doing what they're doing, but they are. They have to. I haven't met the Oompa Loompa yet who could do it. These are the geese that lay the golden eggs. As you can see, they're larger than ordinary geese. As a matter of fact, they're quadruple-sized geese which produce octuple-sized eggs. They're laying overtime right now for Easter. But Easter's over! They don't know that. I'm trying to get ahead for next year. <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's just <laughs> I know what you're talking. Yeah, it's not outright sexual, right? Like you, you know, if you put a porn on and you covered the video, it it did it does not sound like that, right? Yeah, I but it's just but it's just it's just a few degrees, just ambiguous enough because you don't see right away what they're what's happening, right? You don't know what he you <laughs> what don't see he what he's referring about? to. Yeah, the camera is on Willy Wonka's face. And we pull back to see everyone's face. And they're just kind of like weirded out, obviously, from this entire... You could go to any reaction from the entire, from all the kids in the factory. And they look kind of bewildered. And this one's the same thing. Yeah. It's Can I God. say something real quick? Go for it. When I was watching this movie again, that scene popped up, right? And I had to go back because I was writing something down from the previous scene, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell is Willy Wonka talking about? So when I played it again, I was... I was like really curious to see what he was talking about. And I'm like, 
But then why did he say it? So I watched that scene like four times over and I'm like, what's there's something weird about this right here. I, and now I, you saying that I'm like, oh, I see it now. I, I think what the filmmakers tried to do was create a sense of mystery throughout the entire film from who's Willy Wonka? Why did he close down? What's he been doing? Who's helping him? And he does that multiple times in the film. When the kids walk into the candy room, the first one where there's where there's candy everywhere right that everything is edible you you look at their reactions first you don't see the room uh like in the charlie and the chocolate factory film where it's a pov of the room of the doors opening and the room being revealed you don't get Mm -hmm. that you get the kids walking in and there's a sense of mystery what are they looking at why are their mouths open like that and he does that throughout the film he's he'll say things in german which most of the audiences don't most american audiences don't speak german there's a sense of mystery throughout he does that here too but I can't help but feel that maybe <laughs> someone's like, look, let's just fuck around with the audience a bit, right? <laughs> Willy Wonka is fucking around with these kids, right? He's being sarcastic. He's being sassy. Let's just just see. Let's just push it. Let's not make it overtly sexual. But let's just make it a little strange. So maybe someone, maybe one of the adults that's picking it up, that's paying attention would be like, wait a second. It's just a little weird. You want to move on to talking about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Um, I don't think. Do we talk about the boat ride, or should I bring that up during the legacy part? Uh, we can talk about the legacy part. Well, let's okay. let's let's talk about the legacy right now uh, with Charlie and the Chocolate, because I'm sure that's going to be a big thing. Um, with with Willy Wonka. Yeah, because the one of the big. Uh, I mean, this film has a big legacy, but I think the that legacy has affected Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as well. Okay. So I like this, like you said earlier, I think Willy Wonka wasn't a big theatrical success. So, you know, a lot of, not a lot of people went to actually see this movie in theaters. When they saw it, it was like syndicated on TV or like home rentals. Home video rentals. Right. This this film boomed and this film boomed a lot. It it hit hard at home rentals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like a lot of people went to see it. And I think it made a huge impression on like Gen Xers, you know, like in the in the 90s, you know, there was a band called Veruca Salt and they have this song called Seether. That's a, if you if you're not sure if you've heard of the band before, you probably know the song Seether. Hmm. No, no. There's a band called Veruca Salt and they have a song called hit song called Seether. They're kind of like the, um, not the Pixies, the the Breeders. Mm. If you've heard the song Cannonball, like they're in the same like wheelhouse. There's uh, Rob Zombie, who <laughs> had this me- the music video for Dragula. It it feels a lot like that boat ride scene because you have these like colors flashing on his face, and you have like these weird images being uh, back. Was it rear projected? Well, uh, Marilyn uh, Manson had also had a Marilyn, music video. Yes, he did. Uh, where Dope it, Hat. It, where it it's, overtly references the the film, the whole yeah. bo- it, the the whole song, the whole video takes even place on Oompa the boat. Loompas in the back rowing the boat. <laughs> They're like straight up Oompa Loompas. They're not like 
parodies of Oompa Loompas. No, they have the same makeup and everything. And that that song, the song in that music video is Dopat, and that's on his album Portrait of an American Family. And that album starts with Marilyn Manson straight up doing his version of Willy Wonka's boat ride poem. Really? Yeah. Where he's just like, There's no earthly way of knowing which direction we are going. Yeah, I'm not going to be clipping that song because uh, fuck that guy. Had, I feel like that scene traumatized a lot of kids. <laughs> and people are kind of low-key obsessed with it. And it's reflected on their... There's, it's I don't know. That's it's, a scene that like sticks with you, I think. Well, it's I think it's funny because uh, I think it's stu- this movie stuck so much with people. I th- you think you're right, Gen Xers. That and for some reason, Star Wars o- is always going to come up. Mm-hmm. This movie's kind of like Star Wars in the way that just it affected that generate that kids, those kids. You know, my dad, your dad. It just hit them so hard that they had to then show their kids hey you need to watch this movie and that movie it, it Willy Wonka my dad didn't teach show me Willy Wonka but like your dad or your parents did I'm sure I, I think know a, so I think a lot of kids would say yeah I was shown this movie as a kid and that's because our parents saw it and they went to theaters and I'm sure they're gonna show their kids yeah Star Wars well, has I to don't come, Star Wars has to come up at least once in every episode yeah it has to <laughs> um Speaking of Star Wars, what the uh, the Oompa Loompa actor who wrote that editorial that I they talked about earlier, uh-huh. he ended up being a Jawa in Star Wars. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, and I think ah. Deep Deep Roy, the Willie, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory Oompa Loompa, I think he appeared in in Star Wars at some point as well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, this I'm, I'm glad Willy they got Wonka getting. Uh, little people employed. Hey, man, good, good on them, man. They want to act. Give them a shot. So let's move on yeah. to talking about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because this is um, talking about the legacy of Willy Wonka. And yeah, it was. There's three Willy Wonka movies. There's the '71 version. There's this version, the Tim Burton version in 2005, and there's one more version that I don't think we're going to talk about very much at all. 2017 saw a direct-to-video release of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with Tom and Jerry. What the f- That's exactly- Yep, that's what critics said, too. It was not very well received. In 2017? In 2017. So, So who's Willy Wonka? Is it Jerry? They just go to the Chocolate Factory with Charlie, and the movie plays out pretty much the same. Except there's- Spike is in it, the, the dog- I guess, and he gets, you know, his comeuppance somehow. It's really stupid. <laughs> I didn't even know about this. And it's so yeah. recent. It's three years yeah. ago. It's not how. Oh, my God. And I, I keep up with movie news, goddammit. So I'm kind of upset that I didn't hear about this. The fuck? Who thought this was a good idea? Tom and Jerry go to the chocolate factory? Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, that's stupid. <laughs> stupid all right so what were you gonna say about uh, well the tim burton um i i mean like the the willy wonka legacy is so big it's so popular right that when they remade it it had a lot to live up to i mean it, to bring up star wars one last time it's kind of like 
this new Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Like, I was like, all right, man, we have a lot of baggage, good and bad. So we got to make sure that this movie slaps. And people walked in with high expectations. And, you know, Force Awakens, very well received. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, not so much. Um, yeah. It's funny because I think that Force Awakens was very much relied on the nostalgia, right? Yes. Like from from the first minute, you know, from a galaxy a long time ago and a galaxy far, far away. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory does none of that. Well, you you think you're going to hear pure imagination in that opening sequence. You never do. It's just fucking Danny Elfman. You never get pure imagination. Never. Never. And it's funny because it's this movie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, hits almost the same beats as the as the 71 version. But it yeah. does it in such a different manner. In it's it's so jarring and so right field that people hate it, audiences hated it. Critic it the film did well with critics, at least according to Rotten Tomatoes. That was like a 80 something percent certified That's way fresh. Too high. Um Critics dug it. Audiences hate it. It's like at fifty something, and just just from my immediate circle, everyone prefers the uh, original. I'm I I like both of them equally. I, the reason I like both of them is because I like we were talking about remakes earlier. You need to do something different. If you're not going to do anything drastic, don't remake it. You know, if you're just going to redo the same thing, just keep the original. And I'm not I'm not crazy about that. See, I think see, I don't. I think that Charlie and the Chocolate, the 2005 version, isn't a remake. It's a different adaptation of the source material. Yes. So I, I think it gets lumped in with like the remakes, but like it really isn't if you if you look at it. And that's why I love it because it's it's completely different. Because whereas Willy Wonka is a hug from your mother that makes you feel good and warm and it's fun to be around. Um, Willy, Charlie, Willy, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the 05 version is like realizing that uh one of your favorite celebrities has daddy issues and is not really <laughs> they can't live up to the hype that's been that's surrounded their name you know <gasps> Willy Wonka's a genius Willy Wonka this and Willy Wonka that and Willy Wonka and then you meet him it's like oh this man is like really quiet really awkward really fucking pale um weird seen the sun he's weird he's i feel like he hasn't grown up he hasn't exactly and he's he he hasn't been around people for a long time right he's been around from the cards to to greet the guests and he has a huge emotional baggage from his father who abandoned him the he left his (laughs) father's house right and this man straight up said, you are never going to find me. And he took the entire fucking building with him. <laughs> How is that not? That's going to scar anyone. You know, when you ran away as a kid, you always made it back. You always found your way back home. Right. It, but imagine just coming back and your entire house has been uprooted. Uh, for reals. The floor yeah. is gone. How did gone. do that? I don't know. He uses Count Dooku powers and like lift it with the force. <laughs> I don't know, but that's the absurdity that the chart yeah. that the O five is working at, and I love it. See, I do like the absurdity in Tim Burton movies, but I think in this one, I'm just like, I'm over it. You know, 
It's funny that you say that because I, I, I felt a little bit of that feeling uh, in his next film, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, I didn't even make it that far. <laughs> where I just, it felt, uh, you know, his workflow changed, his, um, his, what he was going for changed. He was like, I want to create these CGI worlds and stuff. And good for him. You know, yeah, that's he, fine. He, he was one of the people that was pushing the boundaries of what CGI was doing. So I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not going to hate him for that, but it definitely I, just left um, his old aesthetic. He was just an artist that was growing in a different direction. Whereas mm. I really appreciated where he came from and I wanted more of that. I, I don't think that he like Edward Scissorhands, I think is his best movie. Right. Do you, uh-huh. do you agree? Or do uh, you... I think it's up there. I think his fa- my favorite is Edwards. Mm-hmm. Edwards is just perfection. <laughs> I love it. Um, so in, in uh, Edward Scissorhands, it's a similar guy. Like he's someone who's been isolated from humanity and he suddenly is thrown into it, into like suburban America. And you see him like kind of struggle with it and adapt to it. And people take advantage of him. And it all happens like I feel like it happens in a more sincere way as opposed to Charlie. It just seems like, oh, there's let's do a joke here. OK, let's never bring that up again. Let's do a joke here. All right, let's never bring that up again. Like, for example, there's that part where um, he the what's her name? Violet's mother like hits on him for one scene. Do you oh, remember? Yeah, yeah I, I remember. You don't say. Yeah, like oh, chocolate is it releases endorphins, and endorphins are responsible for love. And then she's like, "You don't say." And then he's like, "Oh, this is weird. I don't like this." And then he sits away from her. I mean, I'm fine with it. You know, it it just kind of shows how uncomfortable and awkward he is. I for me, that yeah. kind of stuff is like side gags that don't need to be. Uh, Set up but I feel like off. it kind of halts the story. Eh, for a split know? second. I would yeah. I would mind if the flashbacks interrupted the story more. I hate more. the flashbacks. I like the flashbacks. Cause it, cause I, I think they're fine as scenes, like when you when you think of them outside of where they are in the movie. I think they're funny. But where they are in the movie, it just feels so tiresome. It uh it start it's messes with the pace. The the thing about Willy yeah. Wonka is that it's a fast paced movie. It moves. And not fast I wouldn't say fast paced, but it's short and it gets to the point. Whereas this one it's like uh oh, hey, uh do you remember when you ate your first candy? Like the flashbacks don't come in seamlessly, as seamlessly as they could. Um but I like them because I think the flashbacks are interesting. And they kind of explain, you know, the way they are and you, how he is. Like, why is he this particular way? And um, the flashbacks do do a decent job of, of talking about that, of showing that. And then it comes back at the end where, you know, he uh, reconciles with his father. Which, I mean, it's funny because when I saw Willy Wonka, the 71 version, it was it's half an hour. It's 20 minutes to half an hour shorter than the 05 version. So when I saw Will the 71, I was like, when I got to the end, I was like, it feels incomplete. It doesn't feel like... Yeah, it does end very abruptly. Very abruptly. And that's something that the producers noted. They were like, we, you know, it feels very abrupt. Whereas this one, because it's closer to the source material, it fleshes out Willy Wonka's backstory. So they bring it back at the end when Charlie says, I won't take the factory unless my family comes with me. You know, Willy Wonka has daddy issues. He has family issues. He can't say the word parents. And I just feel like it's a nicer bow 
when they ended on that emotional note of like Willy Wonka because the whole thing is about trying to be selfless and not you know there are there are more important things than candy and being popular and competitive and you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's family and that's that's something that the new film does really well for me is really hammers home the fact that family is important and look it's a cliched theme who cares love and family are like universal themes they're in every fucking pixar film all right so yeah it's not i i think it it just doesn't it doesn't it feels like they thought of it when they got to the end you know what i mean how so because you don't see willie johnny depp's willy wonka be confused by the relationship between the kids and their parents you know he just gets triggered by the word parent and your first chocolate they're kind of random it it doesn't have anything to do with the familial bond and i think if it if it would have something to do with a familial bond then it drives home that point that willy wonka doesn't have a family and that's something that a person needs you know what i mean kind of i i got that from the film i got that i mean i get it by the end but well there's the the mystery of trying to figure out what is this man um and for so i I think that they set up the mystery pretty well because he can't say parents what's wrong with parents and then you start think you start guessing oh okay maybe his parents left him or maybe something i think it's it's just setting up the mystery and as you go along it's they show that right away because baby Willy Wonka comes home as a, with his candy and his dad burns it all. And you know that this kid eventually grew up to be Willy the world's, Wonka. yeah, Willy Wonka, the, the candy man. So you, you see it, but I, I think it's, I don't know, it think, feels think, like... I think it could have been done better, is what you're saying. I think it could have been done way better. Okay. It, I, I don't feel sorry for Willy Wonka in this movie. And that might be because I think he's annoying I think the the childlike responses are really juvenile and like not in a good way, like with the whipped cow thing, <laughs> which is fucked up. Like I, this dude has cows being whipped to make whipped cream it's, in his factory. Uh, yeah, that's you know I was, that's fucked up. Yeah. But anyway, his response to Violet Beauregard saying that doesn't make any sense. Why are you whipping that cow? And he's like, everybody knows that to get whipped cream, you have to whip cows with whips. Well, he and he says it was such a childish demeanor, and I think he's saying the same thing that Gene Wilder would say, but Gene Wilder is delivering it in a completely different manner. Whereas he's being sassy in that one, he's kind of being childish, Johnny Depp, and that kind of leans into how they perceive the role because Gene Wilder is again that circus, uh, that lead in a circus. You know, he's the what's it mm-hmm. called the. Um, the- Circus master, circus, I don't know. <laughs> circus master, the guy who leads the show. He gets in the yeah. center and starts talking to everyone. He's uh, Dan- Danny DeVito from Dumbo, the new <laughs> one. Uh, whereas Johnny Depp's is the closeted scientist. I-, I shouldn't say closeted, but like the closed off scientist, mad scientist in his bedroom that nobody talks to. Yeah. Sa- same role, same position, same status, same jobs in both scripts. Total different, totally different interpretations, and I think I, I didn't. I wasn't personally annoyed from Johnny Depp's pre- pre- performance. I understand people that do see it that way because he does lean on those very mm-hmm. childlike um, mannerisms and responses. But I think it's just it goes back to what you said. This is a man that has not grown up. He's still very much 
the kid with the giant brace uh, mechanism on his head. I think at the time, too, when I first saw this movie, I was more forgiving of it because I like Johnny Depp. You know, Mm -hmm. he was Pirates of the Caribbean, Jack Sparrow, and I love that movie. I watched that movie over and over and over and over again that summer. Mm -hmm. So I was excited to see Johnny Depp play Willy Wonka. So I was I was seeing it through rose colored glasses, you know, (laughs) and and like 15 years later, I'm watching like, man, this guy's annoying as hell. And I'm like checking the time to see how long the movie has. I'm like, ugh. I'm curious to see what people think if if they saw the the Charlie version first, you know, because I saw the Charlie first and I find it way more enjoyable than most people do. People who have seen the Willy Mm -hmm. Wonka first, the 71 version first. I'm definitely curious to see if that's a common thing or if it's if I'm just the outlier because this some of this stuff doesn't bug me. I, I think I mean, just from our film tastes, uh, some of the films that you and that you enjoy and I enjoy are very different. This seems way more aligned to what I would like because, you know, I, again, yeah. I've said on multiple occasions, I love Norbit. Very not a good film, but I enjoy it very <laughs> much. So um, you're not a fan. And I, I wonder if I've never seen it. You've never seen Norbit. I'm. You're not gonna no. like it. I'm sure you are. You're not. <laughs> I'm sure you might like something in it, but uh, for the most part, yeah. no. But um, yeah, I don't. I think the film gets a bad rap. I think it does. I think when you compare the two, then it's yeah, it's worse. It, it, and I watching this one right after watching Willy Wonka, it's probably the worst way to see this movie. Yeah, I think um, um they, well, you can't compare the. You can compare it because it's the same source material. But yeah. you, if you do it, you're 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 gonna do yourself a disservice because they're totally, completely different interpretations um, from everything. The production design to the the rooms, the songs. The songs are so different. The performances. I hate the songs. I hate the the Tim Burton songs. I enjoy them, uh, but I'm not uh, wild about them. But the, the, I am a fan of the melody from the first song. Dun da 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 da. That's a catchy ass melody. I love that part of the song. And it goes Which... Augustus Goop, Augustus Goop. What are they doing? Well, I believe they're going to treat us to a little song. It is quite a special occasion, of course. They haven't had a fresh audience in many months. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> I, even when I saw it the first time, I'm like, this fucking song again? Jesus. It's the same song, but it, they're really, really short, though. They're like they're one sh- verse, uh, and then that's it. I want something catchy. I want something that's, you know, I could tap my foot to and... It's just oh, it's so good. It just sets up that sets up the movie. But um, I know. honestly, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> and I don't like that they're synchronized dancing by copy, literally copy pasting an actor. <laughs> 
I, I don't. I think it's a slap in the face to all those synchronized dancers and synchronized swimmers. It's it's, it's just uh, no choreographers. It's, it's just someone who is using the technology to create a certain effect, which is these Oompa Loompas are all one and the same. Then we talked about earlier about what that racial implication might be, but you know, um, it doesn't. Uh, you know, it's it doesn't. Bother At least they much. don't. They they go to like the the weird cross genre part where like some of the Oompa Loompas are like Rocks. in a hair metal band or something. Yeah, it's so a, that's not copy paste. It's no, more inventive. Fair enough. Um, but I, it's still like I hate it. I hate you. Hate that scene. You're not the only one. I I looked online and a lot of people don't like it. Red Letter Media, who I watch their show a lot, hate the Charlie one. But I I definitely think it's I think it some part of it has to deal with maybe because they saw Willie first. Um, I, yeah, that's, I think that has to, that has to be a huge thing and people just think, well, yeah, the original is better. Yeah. The original has a flavor and style, but I think, uh, as someone who grew up with Tim Burton very closely, I mean, it's a Batman, Mm -hmm. both Batman film nightmare, nightmare before Christmas, even though that wasn't, that wasn't, he didn't direct that. There's, uh, he had a flavor and style that I fucked with a lot and Charlie was just more of that. However, having seen Willy Wonka, finally, I, I could say that this is a great film. Um, I don't think Charlie gets all needs all the hate. If you're not a fan of it, cool, but I don't think it's a, a vile, atrocious piece of filmmaking. I think it's just some, it's just a film. It's a story that's interested in something completely different. It is a, about a sad man who's lost connection with people and he needs a way to regain it. I think everything does that. And I think the story beats are suited for it. Whereas Charlie, Willie and the Willy Wonka is more about a kid just going to this awesome place and meeting these weird people and just trying to figure out what is happening. Um, yeah, but they're, they're I... both enjoyable films. Regard, I, I think they're both enjoyable. Um, uh, I'll I'll just compare them because when I saw Willy Wonka this time, I was like, "Why is he showing these kids these rooms?" And then I found a reason just by like watching the movie and picking up on the subtext and implications. Watching Charlie, I was doing the same thing. Like, oh, why is he bringing these kids to these rooms? And like, if he's hypothetically speaking, if this man is trying to make a connection with these kids he would want to show Violet Beauregard his gum, right? Because he knows that she likes gum, right? Mm -hmm. Is that fair to say? Yeah, fair fair enough. But he hates gum. He hates chewing gum. So why does he make it? Mm. If it's just, I'm like, why, why would he? It feels like he has to take her there because that's what's in the book, you know? It's it's tough to say because this theory... It just opens up a lot of things, potential. It's just like, oh, did he plan it? Did he not? I get. I don't know. Like, it's, is he like the whole purpose of this is to find an heir, right? Because mm-hmm. he's getting old. Yes. So why does he invite these kids? Because is the, it just completely random? Well, that's the uh, that's the conceit is that it is random. If you go on the if you go on the theory that he planned it all. 
I mean, there's a. I think there's a chance that in the original Willy Wonka, there he may have done it by choice. Like he may have planned everything so Charlie gets it. But in the new one, it feels like Willy Wonka did it just to find an heir because he doesn't particularly. Is he isn't fond of these kids? He's not. It doesn't seem like he's fond of kids at all. Yeah, uh, he's just doing it out of an obligation, out of a sense of obligation to have the factory open and to take care of the Oompa Loompas. Um, that's what. That's the. That's. The setup, at least. I've always imagined that he did it randomly. And uh, the idea that he planned it all doesn't really hold up in the 05 version. Not at all. So, And that's that's fine. But I, I, don't know, I think you need to reconcile the, the why he invited these kids in some other way. You know, and I just can't find it in this one. Well, for me, I think... I, I think for me, it's, just, it's the fact that it's the theme that... You know, family is. I think, and that's that's why it's uh, it's. I think it's such a cheesy family story, but it, it yeah, hits it, really hard it, for me. Um, because really, yeah, because for some reason it just resonates for me. Um, I was gonna actually watch. I've seen this movie so many times. Uh, so I was just watching it as a refresher. So what I was gonna do is I was gonna put the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory on my second monitor while I was gonna open up Call of Duty Warzone. <laughs> I can't play. I can't play Siege. Uh, no, when I have a film. Siege is a game where you have to pay attention. Exactly. But Warzone, I'm like, fuck it. If I die, I'll just hop in another match. But I was like, because, and it wasn't because I hated the film or anything. I was like, I've seen this so many times. It's just like remembering, yeah. you know, I'm just, I'm just getting a refresher. You know, it's like reading a book so many times. I already know what happens. I'm just catching a, 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 a I'm just getting a, a refresher. But I found myself hooked, especially by the relationship with the family in the beginning and just how. With. Charlie's uh, family? Charlie's family, yeah. By having his father there, everyone's just kind of being, you know, straightforward, loving. Each of the grandparents had much more of a distinct personality and they had much more dialogue amongst them. I mean, one of the family one of the grandparents' personality was she has Alzheimer's. She keeps forgetting things and she That's not a she, personality. <laughs> no, but she has but she, no. But it's a it's a thing that she has and I mean does she have do they say that she has Alzheimer's? They don't say it, but I don't, she doesn't you, know you where she is. You can't assume that she has played, Alzheimer's. She, it's not that it's she played forgets. played for laughs. But she, like, it's played for laughs. Like, when the glass door cra- crashes down, she doesn't, like, react. Alzheimer's doesn't stop you from reacting. Like, oh. <laughs> it's like she's asleep and she wakes up and someone's at the door. That's, like, a funny gag. <laughs> then you have the other grandfather who's, like, you know, Charlie has hope for the ticket. And this one grandpa, uh, Grandpa George, keeps talking, saying, look, man, you're not going to get it. Don't even get your hopes up. Which is, honestly not really a fucked up thing to do is when you consider the odds i'm not i'm not shitting on grandpa george but yeah. when, and this is what i love too i love the original charlie but i also like this new one and while i think the original is a better actor i still like how this one is the new 05 version is written because when he does get the ticket everyone's excited everyone is telling like oh my god we can't believe you got this right yeah charlie's like we should sell it like, yeah, a woman offered me five hundred pounds. We if he, <laughs> and look, he wants to go. He is sad mm-hmm. every time he doesn't get a ticket, and it means so much to him. It feels like it's it's just he's so riveted. But he's like, I need to think about my family, and selling the ticket. Yeah. He doesn't know that the prize is gonna be the factory. 
Nobody know? knows that. Nobody until knows the very that. End. So he he thinks he's not sure what the prize is. He's not like, well, maybe we'll get money out of it. No. Oh. All we know is that they're going to get some special prize, maybe some cool candy or whatever. A lifetime supply of chocolate and a tour of the factory. You no, know, in the original. In the original. Oh, there's no lifetime supply of chocolate in this one? And no. In the original, oh. it's, you get a lifetime supply of chocolate. In the Charlie one, it's, you get a special prize. But there's no guarantee of what it mm, is. You don't yeah. even get the chocolate. So for all they know, the only thing that they are going to really get is a tour of the factory. And Charlie, regardless, says... I want that. I want to know about this factory, but we need the money. And that is a big dick player move. Yeah. That is a one. That is a man looking to provide for his family. That's what uh, Charlie did in the original one too. In the original. Yes. But I, but, but he doesn't think about selling the ticket. Yeah. And he, and look, I'm not saying the original Charlie is selfish. No, 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 no. He, but he's excited. He's a kid who got his wish. In the 05 version, Charlie is a kid who got his wish, but is willing to put it aside for his family. And that, to me, speaks so many volumes. And, yeah. it, and what I like about it is that, in the end, it's not Grandpa Joe, it's not his mom, or it's not his dad that convinces him to go. It's Grandpa, it's Grandpa George. George, the one that was telling hmm. him, you're not going to win this. And he convinces him by being reasonable and saying, look, there are only five of these. Money is printed every day. Yeah, you you're appreciating Grandpa George a lot more than in the original. In the original, I don't even yeah. think he has any dialogues. He might. They don't. The, the family, they don't matter. I, I think the family the, is fine in the original, but I think family is such a bigger part in the second in the O five one. Yeah, that I think that Willy Wonka needs to see more of the family dynamic for his like coming around to like mean something oh absolutely i think it it, i agree with you too it could have been done better but there is a certain there's a certain uh i wish that christopher lee came with him to to the family dinner i think that would have been a really cool scene but oh man that scene where he visits his father and he's and his father has all the newspaper clippings about the factory everything this man has has so much regret that he's been following his son's life just trying to reconcile any what he did it's played really well and it's emotionally rich you know there's a dad and a son who did not agree but they're able to find a way to reconcile i wish the dad had been there at the end as well but having the family which with willy wonka joining them at the house on in the factory right so so for people who haven't seen it charlie charlie and the chocolate factory the 05 version ends with Willy Wonka reconciling with his father, and at the very end, he invites Charlie to live at the factory, and uh, and his whole and Charlie's family moves in as well. So they've rebuilt or they yeah. basically moved the house from outside to inside the factory into the room that all the candy's edible. And like, Man, we, what if what a fucking jerk though? Why can't he give them a house with a real door? Oh, I'm I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure he offered them like hey we could, <laughs> i'm sure i think it's the family who's like hey we really it's, like it's this. To, to trick you you know to think like well, oh they're living in the factory now yeah i think that's fake snow <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't blame that on willy wonka but um yeah it's just uh it's really nice and even uh grandma georgina has a great line at the end she's like you smell like peanuts you smell like peanuts and uh because she that's her thing she just says She's super late to the joke. She says random things. Not all the time. There's that one moment where she says, everything's going to be all right. And then it is afterwards, even after Charlie rejects Willy Wonka's invitation. Mm-hmm. 
And the narrator says, for the first time, Grandma Georgina actually knew what she was talking about. Yeah. And uh, she has the final line, which is like, you smell like peanuts and salt or something like that. And he's like, and you smell like old people. I like it. And she smiles (laughs) and it's like, that's nice. That's great. That is emotionally cathartic. That is satisfying. Um, Seeing this man still be awkward, but he has a family, a surrogate family. And everyone's living happily ever after. I know the Willy Wonka one, everyone lives happily ever after, but we don't see it. And there is something about... And that's the thing. This one shows it at the very end. Whereas, you know, in the original, you don't see it. You're just told, yeah, the kids are all right. You know, yeah, um, your family can move in. And maybe that leads into the ambiguity of Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka. But there is something nice about a family film having an ending that feels complete and just well-rounded. Um, and I, I was saying, I was planning on playing Warzone, uh, Modern Warfare, Warzone, the Battle Royale, while the film was playing in the background. I had to stop. I, I <laughs> honestly played like 20 minutes and I just kept watching the film because it just hooked me. Um, so I don't know. My, my ultimate recommendation is if you're a listener of the show and you've never seen Willy Wonka, go watch it. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to have fun. And... It's so much funnier than you imagined, than you think it is. And if you haven't seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, you know, uh, you know, if you if you've seen if you saw Willy Wonka growing up, watch Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but don't expect the same thing. In fact, that's a huge detriment. It's, it's not a remake. It is almost it is almost like a completely different story, with a different it's, interpretation, different it's the same plot, different story. Diff- yeah. I think uh, I think there's something to be enjoyed there. I think if you really hook onto the family storyline from Charlie, uh, from the O5 version, I think it's gonna hit. Um, you know, but again, if you haven't seen Willy Wonka, go watch it. You're not gonna regret it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, and watch watch Gene Wilder when he's with those kids. It is crazy. Ah, uh, with the way he acted uh, with those kids. Yeah. No. He's. Like, and the fact that you never see them again, like, that's, it leaves it that, why, you leave the lives of the children ambiguously, you know? Yeah, which he, which he says, they'll be fine, I mean, it, it leaves he it He says to a me. lot of things. He, yeah, he says a lot of things. Um, I personally don't think he killed them. I, I don't think, uh, I don't think uh, he killed them. I don't them. think seeing the kids again does anything for me in the charlie and the chocolate factory one it's so that like you get like oh let's do one last joke with all these kids well it's like i don't care for well it. i think that that was the thing that i think he did it because okay in the original you don't see the kids and people are like maybe the kids are dead maybe they're this and i don't think willy wonka would do that and i don't think tim burton either so he's like look let's just show the kids why would people tim burton about it in the original why would Tim Burton, of all people, go out of his way to show that these kids are okay? It, uh, it, is, it is a joke. And also how, because in the original, you're also wondering, are these kids completely normal? They might be disfigured. And he thought, <laughs> okay, we could probably pull a joke with these kids, Augustus. It, hap- it happens that way in the book, too. Yeah, so this is definitely, Charlie, the 05 is way closer to the book. But mm-hmm. um, I guess people don't like it. But I mean, you know, it's worth a watch. You know, and be open to it. Understand that it's not, it's no Gene Wilder film. But uh, it's not meant, in my opinion, it's not meant to replace the original. It's meant to be in a different realm. And, yeah, uh, it's like, it's almost acting as if the original one didn't happen. Yes. 
and it's this is someone else uh interpreting the the, the book yeah um this isn't a replacement it's not a and if you think of it that way then yeah sure you're gonna hate it but it's not the case um just because See, I, just because i jaws, still hate it and i don't think of it that way no, no, fair <laughs> enough. i mean just because jaws and psycho had multiple sequels jaws psycho the exorcist had multiple sequels doesn't diminish what the original did and indiana right. jones had so many straight to vhs adventures with where jo- harrison ford was replaced by some young kid it was like him growing up it doesn't it river re- phoenix oh maybe i think it was actually yeah i think it was river phoenix um doesn't diminish those uh those four yes i said four doesn't replace it but it's they're both good watches i've Mm. seen these movies multiple times especially in the last two weeks and i enjoyed every minute of it so so we both like willy wonka it's a great it's great film what's your quote do you have a quote a quote yeah um we are the music makers and we are the dreamers of dreams that's my quote because i think it's a really the way he says it and then grabs her face, I'm like, whoa, what does that mean? Like, I, I guess that you're supposed to say that she's she's not seeing the world for what it could be. And he's saying what it could be is anything you imagine it to be. It's kind of his like whole aesthetic, you know? Yeah. Well, there's 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 so much there's so much opportunity and so much wonder and so much left to experience in the world. Don't don't uh, bring yourself down by what someone else has heard. Because remember, she says Snozberry. Who's ever heard of a Snozberry? Just because they haven't heard of a Snozberry doesn't mean you can't find it or that it's not out there. Mm -hmm. Fuck, that was gonna be my quote. Um, (laughs) But there is there is uh, there's it's said by Veruca Salt's father, Mister Salt. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what is this, Wonka? Some kind of fun house? <laughs> and Wonka responds, why? Are you having fun? I love that quote because it just, I just love fun. I love films that have fun. I love mm-hmm. films that are weird. I love things that are just, you know, I like my Godfathers and Citizen Kings or whatever, but I dig this shit. I love fun stuff, something that's fun and cool and weird. And to me it's one of the responses that willy wonka gives that just i found and i find entertaining and it's almost like he's asking me if i'm having fun and i am (laughs) i wouldn't stop laughing with this film nice and uh yeah i think uh why are you having fun i think it's a great quote it is a good it's it's really clever too i think yeah you know well that that's what that's what that's this whole film has clever written all over it everywhere it's something that i really enjoy from this film um something that the charlie 05 version doesn't have too much of but i still enjoy that version of the film that's that's our episode it's a long one yeah uh, this this is yeah a long one all right that is our show for the willy wonka episode hope you enjoyed it we release episodes every other sunday we, so that's two episodes a month, unless there's five Sundays in that month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow us at retrograde underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram. And we have a Facebook page if you're still if you still got one of those. Yeah, do you know what we're doing next week? Well, it doesn't we don't know what's what's happening on the next episode. 
we uh we've got episodes up in the air we're gonna talk about uh a dramatic film pretty soon um mm-hmm. uh, we're bringing in guests we're bringing in plenty of guests uh they're gonna be talking about films i know one of one of my guests wants to talk about hellraiser oh i love hellraiser i saw it for the first time uh really <gasps> dug it but uh, we'll talk more about it. I know we still want to do. We want to do some horror films. We want to talk about some black and white films. I want to talk about Twelve Angry Men. Have you ever seen it? Mm, I have saw it a long time ago. Oh, it's phenomenal, phenomenal film. I think we'll we'll have plenty to talk about, and we will be talking about the eventual Norbit. So yep. at some point, I'll... oh, one of the one of the worst reviewed films of all time, and we're gonna be talking about it. And just I. I already know that Austin is not a fan of it, and it's going to be... I've a- never seen it. How do you know? Oh, you, I know. I know, Austin. I know. <laughs> and it is going to be... It is going to be a fist fight. Yeah, it, well, it, might, it might break up the podcast on that episode. It might break up the podcast. That is how epic the Norbit episode is going to be. But it's not going to happen now. It's going to happen in a bit, but, you know, these are just some of the episodes that we were thinking about. We're going to talk about. So we've got a lot of films planned for you guys. Uh, we don't know what the next episode is going to be, but we hope that but you enjoy listening to us. If you have any movie suggestions, hit us up, DM us, or message me or Austin. And yeah, uh, Hit up our, our Twitter or our Instagram page. Yep. And uh, that's pretty much it for today. I'll see you guys next All time. Right. See y'all later. Boom, 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 boom.